1: everybody thanks so much for joining us we really do appreciate your coming and spending time with us i know that time is probably one of the most precious commodities we have these days so that those of you who spend time with us we really appreciate it want to thank ken quiet hawk for his wonderful intro you can find him on the internet just look for ken quiet hawk or native storytellers you'll find an amazing man with an incredible talent do check him out And those of you who listen in archive, we certainly do appreciate that. And if you're listening on YouTube, if you would please uh, subscribe to us, that's your way of letting us know that you're listening. We definitely will appreciate that. Tonight I have Grant Collier back with me, and I am so excited. He's many things. He's a professional psychic medium, and he's been working with spirit for over 30 years. He's worked on his TV and radio shows over the years, spreading messages from spirit. He works with his guide, Michael, and gives amazing information about past, present, and future, and is insightful, I think, beyond belief, and uh, and is an amazing guide on spiritual realms as well. And while that's a great intro, he is much, much more. Those who develop more and go beyond the psychic and medium skills over time move into a spiritual wisdom area that speaks to evolution and ascension. They become teachers and muses, and they continue to grow and evolve. They don't stop there. They keep going, and because they keep going, there is greater value and insight and worth in whatever they say. And Grant is one of those that has continued to grow and evolve. He certainly could have stood on his laurels decades ago, but he didn't. He kept growing. And those who um, are involved in the craft absolutely have to keep on growing or what they say is dated and, and is restricted to the time that they reach that particular aspect of their life. So it's imperative that they keep on growing, and that's what Grant has done. So I've invited him back on the show tonight because he is one of the wisest people I know. Not only that, he has insight into what people are looking for today, how humanity itself is evolving and growing, and I thought it would be of particular interest to those of you who are becoming more and more interested in the spiritual aspect of life to listen to somebody who speaks from a deeper more perceptive vision point than a lot of other people so it's an honor to have you back with us Grant thanks so much for getting up early and being with us tonight
2: oh thank you Barbara and it's a pleasure to be back on the show after so long um (laughs) I've been it's been greatly missed I can assure you and um I have been working very, very hard since I've last come on the show with you guys here at Nightlight, and I, I, I'm just so appreciative of that energy to spread that message out to all your listeners.
1: Well, it's, it's. I think most people don't understand it, that if you're, if if you're involved in this field with with sharing your gifts with other people, it's it's absolutely important that you continue to grow, and that means that you can give a wiser higher vibration of insight into the, uh, the people that, that you come in contact with. And what I have found mm-hmm. and what I have noticed of late is that humanity as a whole is looking for different information than once they were, say, say a decade or two ago. Have you noticed the change in what people are seeking?
2: definitely we, we're starting to see people awakening to the energy of what's going on outside of the box and this is i think it's i think the world's forcing us to do that and the universe is forcing us to do that in certain sense um i've definitely noticed it in the last 20 years without a doubt and it's especially over the last decade. And I think this is where, I mean, we, you know, we talked about the Mayan, Mayan, Mayan calendar and, and where 2012 was at the time. But I've definitely seen that rush within the, that, that time zone. So I think that change of what the Mayans were talking about and this awakening within the energy of the universe and this dawn of this age of Aquarius is, is definitely on us now. And I think that, it's important because this was all about looking at where we've been so destructive with each other for so long and how we're evolving to realize that we are trying to save each other and save the planet. And I think that this is very much important with probably the help of a lot of uh, what I call universal being energy out there that, that we don't quite understand yet, but we will do in time. And I think, but the more and more that we we're, we're in we're in that constant energy of evolving and awakening we are going to probably realize that we are be able to get to other multidimensional energies in this universe easier than what we've been trying to do for many years and and I think that this is an amazing time now to look at where we're going to be within the next decade and and how that will be where we can relate back to where it should have been, back to them times of Egypt and all around them times when we were connected universally with these beings and these outer, higher conscious beings in in the universe. And I think it, 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 it's on the dawn of it now. And I think it has to be on the dawn of it now, Barbara, because, because we are getting to hit... We're, we're starting to literally put our finger on that disrupt button and, and what we're seeing is what we're experiencing right now in this world at this moment with obviously COVID-19 and all these things that um, that are generated within um, t- technology today and how it how it can implement the energy of, you know, resources of control and energy that goes on within that. And I think that within that, I always said, my, I always had this discussion with Michael going right the way back when I was about a teenager, you know, about where life was going. And, and, and Michael's response to that was technology would kill us. Technology would overrun us and kill us. So we have to do something about that. Um, okay. And within that notion, the universe would intervene. Um, now on that notion, the sun is doing things that we've, we've been observing the sun for 30 years and, and the sun is doing things that would relate to a Carrington event that could put a, a big wedge in the energy of where we're going technology and put us back into the energy of the dark ages, if that makes sense.
1: Well, we've, we've just come um, to the end of um, a 26,000-year cycle, the progression of the equinoxes. Yeah. And so, so we're mm-hmm. right on that, that um, precipice. Of moving in new directions, and and I am That's finding right. more and more people aren't so much interested in in you know the, the who, what, where, and when of their of their future. They're more interested in what are the tools yeah. I have, what 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 can you tell me about you know how do I how do I get to where I need to be on a spiritual level? People are actually using those words, and I mean yeah, it. Yeah. it, it it really makes me feel good because instead of looking um, towards a psychic or a medium or, or a, a muse or, mm-hmm. or whatever for yeah. for information, they want they want to know where are the tools, how do they get them, and how do they start to utilize them in their own life. And I think that that's an amazing shift for humanity to have taken.
2: Mm. Absolutely, and I, and I think you know the answer to that question. a lot of people is stop listening to what is being given to you as a blockage like you know I'm somebody that will not listen to what's being given, I will not be led by the sheep, I will will only go by what my own inner spiritual consciousness of connection of the universe is telling me and I think once people realise that if they separate their energy from the dimensional energies of this physicality that they can they can then start to live their real life, and I think people are starting to want to separate from this world. I think they are starting to get a pretty peeved with the energy of what's going on and how we are documented within that energy of control. I believe that people want to find their own self, and I think we've we've looked at this really, haven't we, over the last sort of three or four years, especially in America. You, you, know, you, you know, let's not talk politics, but let's, let's talk about where, you know, taking back the rights of our own energy and, and especially here in England within taking responsibility of where we need to be and not dominated by other energies around the world. And I think that this is something that coming back to our own selves is very much uh-huh. an area of, of awakening time and it's, and it's an awakening time at the right time. And I've, I've, been, I've been waiting for this for quite a long time now, probably about that decade, Phil, when I felt that these, these, these situations, what are happening now is happening. And, and I think that within that, I think that we're starting to see this major shift in the pattern of where we're connected, where our brain, brain capacity function is allowing us to open up on i like the pineal gland where we're connecting within that energy and where we're getting that other information because it's important because we're having to save what is important and this physical dimension this planet is important it's 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 very unique in in one of the universes beyond the multi-universe but it is a oh, very yeah. unique planet that holds intelligence and the thing is within that field that's why we cannot destroy it because we, and, and the higher being energy, may that be alien race energy, something that's, that's more higher vibrational energy than where we are. A higher understanding knows how important this, this planet is. And they are linking with us within that process. Mm-hmm. And we're getting visions of things that are out of this world. Um, not all spirit that people are seeing, are getting, you know, are human-like uh, uh, visions. They're getting visions beyond that. And we've noticed that, and you've noticed that, Barbara, over all these years, people talking about, you know, extraterrestrial spiritual energy that's coming to them. And I think that this is signs and signals earlier on, knowing uh, that this is going to build and pe- more people are going to feel that energy of that vibration. Oh, yeah, and it, the I think
1: what... What you know kind of amuses me is that if you go back to the mm. time of um, the Oracle of Delphi, uh, the Temple of Apollo, mm-hmm. the, the the sign yeah. over the door or the arch was to know thyself, and that's mm. been the yep. key to finding the portal to the spiritual bridge within you since the beginning of time, and it's
3: mm-hmm. it's
1: mm. really it's so heartening to have people you know, say, okay, so I know it's in me, how do I find it? And, and, you know, then you give them the tools of meditation and stuff like that, and you say, go for it, because mm-hmm. everybody's path is different. And if you follow yes. another's path, you'll never get to where you need to be for yourself. And people are beginning mm-hmm. to understand that, which I am so thrilled with.
2: Yes, I mean, I, I only had this conversation during a reading today. Um, or, or, or with a woman that was um, on her spiritual path. And I I pick up and sense a strong gift within her connection with spirit. And um, I said to her, but, you know, really in theory, you know, we don't have much control. That's where we need our guided energy to be able to control what's going on beyond that. We don't have the sense and control of that. I said, but you you can only make a connection with your guide once you've made a connection with yourself because you're a part energy of that process where your guide is part energy of you. And she got it totally, you know. And I think that within it, people are realizing that they've got to find happiness within their self before they can make that jump into the energy of connecting on a communication field within the universal energy to be able to then move forward outside and get outside of this box that they're in.
1: Yeah, it's it just to me it's it's been uh, certainly the last nine weeks have been an amazing journey because we've been given time mm. to get, to go inside of ourselves, to, to mm-hmm. you know, mm. investigate, to take stock, to declutter, to do whatever it was that was appropriate and, and I, I really feel strongly that um, I know at one point when I was doing, I, I think it was the uh, forecast for March, I, I said that, that the Earth and humanity itself was going mm-hmm. through a birthing process. And well, while, yeah. while, while birthing pains hurt, they don't kill you. Mm-hmm. And at, mm-hmm. the the time, <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the process, you have an amazing awakening. Um, whether it's a newborn yep. baby or a newborn concept of self that takes you further into the spiritual realms so that you can start to to grow in a way that your spirit, you know, had planned before you even came into this incarnation.
2: That's it. I mean, I, I can remember having this conversation with my guide, Michael, back around about August last year, um, and, and I felt this change coming up, and, and Michael said to me, the change is going to happen. The balance is going to come in 2020. And I went, well, what do you mean? He said, well, you look by March next year. He said, you'll start to see that change happening. He said, and I thought, well, okay, that's great because it means that there is a balance coming in. Now, on the knowledge of what I was feeling didn't make me feel, oh, there's a catastrophic energy of a pandemic going on. But I suppose in some respects, Michael wasn't going to sit there and scaremonger the energy and put that out there. And I suppose in theory, when we look at death, death is not an end, it's just a continuation. So I think that within it, he knew that the change was going to be inevitable within the energy of a wake-up call to how we deal within a sense of being... Uh, led in certain sense and not making our own decisions on what we stand for as, as a being and I think that within that feeling this is what we're starting to see and and rightly so, it is a rebirth. It is, it is almost like we've gone through a massive cycle of energy and now we're coming, what we class as in this dawn to Aquarius. We've been so much in that energy of Pisces for so many years, for decades and hundreds of years of that, you know, in the age of Pisces, we are now coming to the Aquarian energy. And that Aquarian energy is all processed within... Think about the Air sign energy. They're doers. They're people that that make... uh, voice their opinion on something more deeper, where the Pisces energy is a little bit more laboured and lazy and lethargic in certain sense. It is now showing that that is the case, and we're starting to see this now. We can switch on the television now and see an outrage within the energy of where things are within protests about you know racism and things like this i think we're starting this this is making us voice ourselves. we now realize that we are not going to be controlled anymore that we want our energy to be on a level where we all understand each other and i think that this is what's happened not just within that we're talking about within the climate of a pandemic, a killer pandemic, and how we appreciate the people that are on the front line. And I think this is, this is like recognising that we love thy neighbour. You know, how many times have I spoken to my neighbours where I've been so busy over the last, you know, eight years that I've lived down here? Not many times because I've been busy, but in the last three or four months, I know more about them now than I've ever known them. And that's because we've all sort of crowded together and learnt a little bit more about who we are and where we are and what's around us. And I think that that's important. And I think that within that, that spurs that energy to spread a message on a big scale. We we don't take time to learn about other people, unfortunately. We're not talking about us individuals. We're talking about Uh everybody as a whole. So we're coming together... To learn about each other, and this is what the this is what the universe's intentions were. So was this meant to be? Yes, it was. Everything is meant to be in certain respect. As much as some, as in some respect, that it's, it, it is a negative, or it is it is it is horrible that we're losing so many people's loved ones along the way. At the end of the day, it's a balance. It's a call to the energy. The universe says they will be reborn again and then re- these people's energy will dis- de- depart from this physical existence and carry on, and then their energy may come back and be part energy and evolve that energy again through somebody else's life. It's just one continuation. So it is just bringing balance to, one, the energy of this planet, But how that echoes out across the universe.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I can't remember well in my in my lifetime, anyhow, um, and Mm. and even in history, when the whole planet was experiencing the same thing at the same time. Mm. So this has to be, you know, one of those poignant points in history where where we all are in the same but well wait the the last time was probably the great flood
3: because
1: mm-hmm. because yeah. er, you know ev- well, everybody was killed except for Noah and his family and a few giants so,
3: mm-hmm.
1: so so this is it it feels as though um and of course every generation says this so i will just speak for mine that that um
3: <laughs> this is
1: a time of new beginnings and this is a fresh start and it really, really is. Absolutely. Um, and Jesus says, question everybody, everything, which is great mm, advice. Mm. And, and we have more or less, as humanity as a whole, basically trusted um, large corporate structures that, that, as it turns out, did not have our best interest at heart. And now mm, everybody mm. is waking up to that, and, and questioning. And so I think there's a new consciousness that is really starting to form. Um, don't think it's all the way yeah. there yet. It's probably going to take another maybe two to five years before, before there is another mm-hmm. um, consciousness or focus on life itself. But there's a there's this, there's this sense of understanding that perhaps we haven't questioned enough, perhaps we have not taken enough responsibility for our own journey on the planet at this time and it, it's an amazing mm-hmm. awakening I'm just so excited to see it um, you know I, 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 I wish it could have come easier but I but I don't know unless the whole world was involved in it I don't think it would have been um, much to the point because then you would have had you know sections that were ahead of or behind we're all together in this and I think this is this is an unusual time we, we've never all of us been suffering or, or experiencing that's not, not so much suffering but experiencing the same thing at the same mm-hmm. time ever before. And, and Well you if know, you
2: look if 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 you look at it, Barbara, you've got to sit there and think to yourself, why is it happening at this time? Well it's happening at this time now. Now this, this, this pandemic could have come forward or a a disease could have come forward, wiped the world out but we wouldn't have had that connection to talk about it. With technology today, it's come at a time where we can pull together as one world, that we can revolutionize the energy of of spiritualism and connection with the universe in a massive way. And I suppose in some respects, and a lot of people, and I've, I've had this discussion a few times in life, a lot of people don't realise that a cell phone in their hand that can communicate around the world, the television that they or the TV that they watch in their living room is made from the elements of the earth. And it is spreading a message. It is giving that energy out to communicate around the world at a time when it when it was needed at the time. So everything in time factor was set to where it is today. And and Unfortunately, there is certain people in this world that are people that will dominate that energy for a profitable feel, whatever it may be. But whatever's happening, it will counteract that energy because of what they thought they could dominate with within financial basis of... of. They've actually got a rebellious energy which will, will bring the balance back in. So I think that, you know, it, you know, when you look at it, it there's a, there is a unique time factor with this because we've got so much going on with our, our sun. We've got so much going on at the moment that is happening with our sun at the moment. I mean, we could have had three or four X-ray flares that could have hit this earth over the last 18 months. It could have wiped out technology of where it is. I think the universe is trying to do something, It's trying to intervene, and it's a natural process of doing so. Um, A bit like, you know, certain aspects of of what was happening with the dinosaurs and how it wiped that out and evolved the energy of the Earth. So, are we due this Carrington event? Are Are we looking at something that could take us back to an ice age? Quite possible. Because Spirit always said that we weren't allowed to play God. We couldn't play God. We were. It wasn't our choice to do so. Only the universe—call it God, call it Buddha, call it Allah, call it what you want to call it—had that choice, not us. <laughs> so it's, it's the universe. The universe is in control. We're not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yet, we're we are a part of the creator, and and so there is that that element of you know mm-hmm. part creators create, and therefore, um, it it there there is sometimes confusion and ego trips that that take take mm-hmm. place. And,
2: Absolutely.
1: But 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 uh, you know, I'm finding that um, we are we are coming to a time where people are waking up, and and it's it's sort I of are. like. Uh, it, and it, it's an amazing thing, and especially, I'm finding that the people that I work with are so much more um, focused on making mm. their lives better, making their lives different, coming to love themselves and 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 know themselves
3: and better it.
1: than they did mm. before. And and it's 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 really quite amazing. I I'm finding that that oh. When I started in this field almost sixty years ago, uh, just the talking mm-hmm. of, about spirit and a spiritual journey, people would have looked looked at you like you were crazy and and now today mm-hmm. it 's like well it goes beyond a spiritual journey and and you know we'll get on it and you 'll figure it out but you know it 's going to be different for everybody but i what I love about what 's going on is that that people are are actually it 's almost like they 've been in a duper for decades and, and they're mm, mm. looking around and they are valuing nature and they're valuing their place in nature and they're valuing you know their families mm. far far more than they ever have before. And I'm talking as a whole there are always, you know, unusual people on you know, on both ends to be honest with you. So yeah. um yes. but the majority of the well, population I... is is uh it's really waking up and it's a pleasure to watch.
2: Yeah, I, I know that I noticed over the last decade as well a lot of younger energies coming forward, these these you could call them star seeds, you could call them indigo mm-hmm. children. I, I noticed that I had I'd read for a lot of like teenagers above the age of sixteen onwards that were starting to get more what they classed as an ongoing fear of deja vu. They were stuck in it. They knew what was coming up, where they were going. And I, I was talking to Michael about a lot of this, my guide and the higher being energy, and I said, well, what's going on? And there is this energy of new breed, not, not like the old school energy. They're, there's, they're more evolved within that energy of understanding. And I think that... It had to be because the, 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 the energy of the earth was evolving. Technology was evolving. There was an understanding that we could we could get the influence of how we could work things on that level going forward on that energy. And I think that it's quite interesting that even though that's the case, that they are looking outside of what we see of, of a daily routine being in the box, trapped in that leading energy they are they are advanced within this connection and i think that i i I, you know i I said to a lot of people over the last decade start listening to your children because your children know a lot more than what we do weirdly now i'm i'm class still i mean i'm born in 74 but you know, I still class myself as an older soul energy or an old school energy compared to some of mm-hmm. these newer energies that are coming in. And I think that what you'll start to see over the next 20 years um, is a lot of this energy evolving to uh, such an advancement within what they're connecting with within their self and the universe and where they need to be with everything. I think you're going to see a completely different outlay of how the world has where it's been with wars and things and where it will bring a bit of peace and humanity back to life and the, and the universe. And I think that when I say the universe, the universe, as we all know, um, works with us on this earth plane. You know, it's a bit like karma. You know, you think positively, you receive positive from the universe. And I think mm-hmm. once we start, once these energies start to evolve within that, I think that we'll start to see more and more of that balance within that energy and a peace will come back to this this planet like it did many, many moons ago. And I think this is before, like, the energy of World War II and going back to World War I and, and the, you know, some of the battles that were going on in, you know, in, in, in the chivalry of knighthood and all back into the 1700s and all that. I think we're looking at going right the way back in the energy of advancement and going forward, if that makes sense. So it, it is evolving round. But I do believe that there's going to be certain things that will happen. That will help us to be able to do that as well within the universe intervening. So we 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 could see a lot of a lot of things that's gonna change the energy of the concept of how we think, not just towards spirituality, but towards each other. And it starts within ourselves, how we feel about ourselves and where they're getting that poor connection from the universe where they're starting to realise something deeper than just day-to-day routine. I think that, the, you know, they are stepping outside the box. They, well, oh, we obviously. are starting to see people become more spiritually aware. You know, you'll be surprised. I can't count on my hand in the last three weeks how many people have come to me and gone, I've started to feel something different. I've started to to see things, feel things, hear things that I don't mm-hmm. normally hear. And these are people from all different age ranges. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not saying <laughs> to the universe or my guide what's going on. I know what's going on. But it's, it's, it's like all of a sudden there's this mad rush. Now, we've seen it over the last decade, but we're starting to see it speed up, if that makes sense, and especially over the last couple of years.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And One of the things that you and I are in the same generation... And um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I have found that our generation was, was able, mm-hmm. you know, those who were really, really gifted, like you are, um, were, were connecting mm-hmm. to Michael and, and some of the other yeah. um, archangels. I'm finding that mm-hmm. the younger kids today are not connecting to that kind of angelic energy They're going to a different kind of cosmic energy. Are you seeing that? I mean, it's not that it's less or more; it's just a different energy.
2: I, you know, again, this is this is something that I've seen, and I think that you know, I, I had this, I had this question to Michael a long time ago. I said, Michael, as a guided figure, when you show yourself to me, is that. You showing yourself as you were in a previous life or whatever? He said, "No, I am showing you with what you make, what makes you comfortable with, with what you're seeing." Because ah. my, my niece came to me, my niece came to me, and my niece said to me, and she's big into um, anime stuff, you know, like the the cartoony um, sort of uh, Japanese energy, like you know, Pokemon yeah. and all these sort of things. She she had um, an angel kept appearing to her. What she classed as an angel, but it looked like one of these sort of anime characters. (laughs) And it showed herself. It showed itself as an anime character. I said, Well, look, look. It will show itself whatever it wants to show because you feel comfortable with it. You know, if, you, if you're interested in aliens and you want to see an alien, then an a, a guided figure will show itself as that form as much as it may well have served itself as an energy, as an alien being. Because the thing is with it, you know, it's like when we're working with spirit. If somebody yeah. dies and they die at 80 years old and they're say they're your grandfather or something, he may show himself as a younger person. He may show himself as an older person or you lose a child at six years old, maybe of meningitis or something, and then you know you see that child still at that age, 20 years on, or he may show himself older than that where he's grown up in spirit. And I think that it's the same principle within the energy of what feels right for them and what spirit or the universe wants to show them to make them feel that they can relate to it. And I think that some. Unfortunately, with the energy of the world, I mean, I'm not particularly religious on that energy. I'm Church of England, so I have no religion as Catholic faith. But I think the thing is with it, I suppose that really in theory, when we we look at the faith of Catholic faith or, 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 or Christian faith, it's not as big as where it used to be. So I suppose in certain respects... I mean, it's still big, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm saying that Christianity is not big. But I yeah. think that the world is developing and changing now where it's not shoved down our throat 24-7. So mm-hmm. I think that a lot of new, en- and a lot of new energies that are, are not looking more so much to the godly side of things, they're looking towards the energy of the universe and what they see within what they see around us. I mean, you know children today are online 24-7. They're tapping into the energy of what they class as a futuristic energy field. So I think for them, they can relate to that better in certain respects. And this has been going on. I mean, you've got people in their 20s now that have been living in that that conformity for the last 20-odd years. So we're still talking about young adults. We're not talking about children as in under the age of 18. But what we're talking about is that it's evolved now where it's got to a point where the universe is going to make them feel comfortable with where they're sitting so they can accept it easier you know sometimes you know uh, unfortunately Christianity to a lot of people Joe Blocks you know they, they may not relate to it because there was no proof to it unless you went to church on a Sunday afternoon and you went there and, and a man dressed as a priest there would tell you that God was there and blah blah, blah. Society has changed a little bit more like now. It's not the same as it used to be. So I think that, that we are evolving and connecting with the universe in a very different way within what we see as, as, a, as a godly approach in certain sense. You know, I, I, I don't think I've heard anybody in the last, even in the last year, that's come across that's talked about God in, in a fashion. You know they don't mm-hmm. they don't talk about it as much as they used to. I mean, years ago you'd, you'd always talk about God and that connection and pray to God or whatever. And I get I hear more people talking about praying to the universe. And when yeah. I talk about the universe, people accept it more than they do God. And that's a weird thing, but I suppose at the end of the day, the universe is God. And but if it if it if it lays in the energy of somebody's understanding that the universe, you can see it, you look out at the sky every night, you can see that, and it's an energy, I can accept it easier. And that's what they're doing. They're accepting that there is something as an energy in this universe. They can see that every time they look out into the sky at night, they can see the sun's an energy. They can, they understand science. They get it. I think that they understand that there's more to this life than within the energy of what holds this planet, this universe together within that dimension. So an an understanding that within them, that they are part of that universe, they're made up of atoms and molecules and, and neutrons to make who they are, that they are an energy and they're part of that process. And I think that this is what technology and learning and understanding has made them understand where... They're going on their path, and I think that that's what's made them connect better with the universe than saying one man created life, because that one man created life can put a question mark over a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, it doesn't matter whether you, you call him, as you said before, Buddha or God or mm. Yahweh or the source yeah. of our creation. It's, it's, it's a term that denotes the source. Exactly. And, uh, everybody has a, everyone has a, you know, a different vision of what the source actually is and is comfortable Mm. with it. I, I, my, my son and his family are fundamentalists. So they use the term God. I use, I I use Mm. the term source of All creation. Um, we're talking about the same thing, but, um, it, it, you know, it, it, it all, it it depends on where you're comfortable. And Mm. I'm, I'm finding that uh, more and more people are comfortable with with going outside the box, outside the mm-hmm. the old traditions yeah. and and sort of blending more and more even with nature, which I think is phenomenal. And you know, we mm-hmm. we've we we started out as nature worshipers and and I think that mm-hmm. we're we're expanding ourselves not not leaving one area and going to another, but expanding our areas of understanding of nature and energy and all of creation in, in a different philosophy. So that uh, we are growing, yeah. we are moving, and and it, it, the people is that that I am seeing, and the people that you know come to me, they they seem so mm. much clearer and clearer is is mm. the word I guess I would utilize. Um, you don't have to help them break down barriers because let's face it when i was really really young um Mm. really really i can go back many reallys um you know religion and philosophy were basically pounded into me and it took a long time for me to unlearn yeah and and Mm. and then learn where where my truth was and today's generation is not having that happen to them. They aren't being indoctrinated as much as you and I were a long time ago. Absolutely.
2: But that's where the confusion comes in, Barbara, doesn't it? Because at the end of the day, when you've got so many people telling you so many things, but you're not going your own path, it's a bit like when I teach I teach this work to connect with spirit. But I can't tell my students how to connect the way I connect, because I uh-huh. may connect differently within how they connect with spirit. So I can give them the pointers to be able to get to that point where they want to go with it, but then they're on their own because it, I'm only there to let them know what I've learned through my journey to, to work with spirit. Um, but they've got to understand that they may work very differently. And, and, and the thing is, it's like, okay, if if you believe that, If I walk into a church and and I believe that God and that gives me a good well-being and that makes me feel good about my week and that keeps me safe and protected and I get goodness from that, that's fine. It's working for you. If I I choose not to believe that and I believe that there is my guide there that's part of the universe that's giving me that good energy to do that, then that works for me. I think that it doesn't Uh matter as long as you – and this is what people are starting to do. They're not following the others. And I've heard lots of stories about different people from different religions take, coming away from their religion and going, actually, I don't get the energy of where I am with my religion. And I think that there's this, this energy where, unfortunately, it's been a barrier and it's been a blockage because, you know, some things in, that, in certain religions don't conform to where certain people are brought up within that energy of where it lies, uh-huh. and they, they, they go against it somewhere. But they've had to go with it because in certain respects, it's been it's, like you said, it's been shoved down their throat from a young age. And I think that within it, I think we are starting to, as a, uh, a, a, a culture and energy as one, we're starting to realise that there is probably only just one energy. Well, there is, we know that, but they're saying there is only just one energy. It, 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 it's all the same, it doesn't make sense to me you know, wh- you know why Why that person has that opinion on that why does that person have opinion on that because I think that what we're seeing is, is that we have a box in the corner of our room called the television and we start to think oh my god, what is the world becoming, but it's always been like it, but we're just recognising it now, because we're able yeah. to switch on a laptop a computer or whatever and go what the hell is going on in this world? But it's been going on all them years. But we're, we're accessible oh, yeah. to it now. And that's what it is. People want to escape that negativity. And that's what we see on social media all the time is negativity. People want to escape it.
1: Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, fear and anger and, and, and yeah. destruction sell a lot better oh. than love and compassion and, and you know, yeah. joyfulness. Yeah. But I, I think, in many ways, though, uh, religious beliefs create a foundation, and and at Thank some point part. that foundation becomes a brick wall. And if you can build on yes. that foundation instead of being restricted by it, it's a good beginning. And um, you there's know, nothing,
3: when I yeah,
2: sorry, darling, there's nothing wrong with, with a belief of a religion. Religions are mm-hmm. important because they give us a sense to connect with whatever that is of that greater of thoughts. But there's, mm-hmm. when we get to a conflict with religion, it comes to a point where it becomes a story. And a story yeah. is a little bit sort of oh, questionable. You know, the burning <laughs> bush, this, you know, Adam met Eve, you know, there's all, yeah. there's all this energy there. Now, now look, I'm not here to... To uh, distinguish the energy of belief within people's beliefs here, I, I, you know, it would be very hard to to make a concept that one man formed this earth. You know, yeah, that, well, yeah. that's my that's oh, my belief. But oh,
1: at the end of the yeah, day, but, but you know, everybody has their but, own truth, and everybody you know absolutely. honors that truth. And and absolutely. you know, I'm right with you. Um, I, I have tried to investigate a lot of the quote-unquote stories, and I have found some of them yeah. make sense and some of, some of them don't. Some of them are great parables, and they do teach a, a good spiritual lesson. But, you know, it, it's, it's sort of like everybody has to, I, I believe, and it's, it's just my belief, but I believe everyone has to kind of evolve their own spiritual religion, and as they grow, yeah. so too will it. And if it's mm-hmm. if it's an organized group, then you become restricted by the confines of that group, and you can't go beyond them. So that my preference has yes. been to, to be a, a a solitary practitioner of whatever my belief system is. So it doesn't it exactly. doesn't hold me back. It's it's like you know let's check this out because this looks like it's fun if, and. And I think a lot of people are, are, are doing the same thing.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Michael's always said to me, if it works for you, it works for you. If it, if it makes right. you evolve and, it, and whatever you believe, your belief is, if it works for you, then what does it matter to anybody else? At the end of the day, it's making you evolve. It's taking you on a journey and then suddenly you'll make your own mind up with it. And that's exactly, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. I have no disagreement with any religion at all. I actually think that religion, in certain respect, is a concept. Where I don't like religion is, is when it causes conflict and war, which is unnecessary. But the thing is yeah. with it, you know, I'm not here to dictate to anybody about where they are within their belief. I believe that a belief system is a good thing. It means that it gives us something outside of our routine of life to be able to endearingly go forward and evolve on into the energy of something that's beyond what may be within that energy of that religion. You know, the thing is with it, it's a bit like the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah you learn so much, and then when you leave that, you learn all over again. You get up to the highest peak of the Kabbalah, and then you go beyond it, to the beyond the fifth dimension of that energy. And you're learning again. And I think that, you know, there's many cultures that talk about this energy of evolving and going up. The Buddhist monks talked about the energy of being a cell of a plant. And then you evolve and be, you know, the leaf of that plant. Then you become, you know, the, the stem of that plant. Then you become the plant. Then you get eaten by the animal and you become a cell of the animal. And you evolve up to the human being, if that makes sense. So it goes on and on and on. And I think that yeah. it's a good thing that we have a concept of understanding from different religions that there is this evolving energy and there is this energy, force that, that allows us to, to evolve to a point where we are beyond our own physical capacity. And I think that that's important when we do that because I think that within that energy, it's going to make us realise where we need to be Beyond this physical dimension, and what we will have to learn in another dimension, a non-physical dimension. So there's the, you know, it's, it's an ever-decreasing learning lesson.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and I think if you take everything, if you take almost all religions down to the very, very core thought or, or issue, it, it does come down to yeah. the go- They almost all come down to the golden rule. So that, so it's yeah. very simple. It really is simple Absolutely. And, and you know as as structures grew and, and philosophies and, and uh, everything you know started to evolve, uh, they lost the the purity of the thought of a creator and you know be kind to one another because you're a singular family. And I think we're coming yeah. back to that. Yes. I really believe we are, and you know it's we um, all. it's so exciting. To, to watch stuff happening and realize that um, I find that almost every 10 years I go through a shift of some sort uh, on yeah. a spiritual level. And this year is a shift year for me, that, you know, things, things are expanding and I'm looking in new directions and I'm stretching myself more. And I think most people do have that kind of a, a rotation, whether it's a 10 year or a 5 year or a 7 year um,
3: yeah.
1: you know, rotation, everybody has one. And, and if, if you look back at your life, if you have a long enough life, and certainly you and I do, um, you can uh-huh. see where those phases were where, where there was almost you stood still for a while and then suddenly there was a spurt of growth. And then you stood still for a while and then there was a spurt of growth. And I, yeah. I, I'm seeing a lot of people beginning to spurt and it's it's such a pleasure to watch and but the cool thing is that while well all well you know everybody that you know i i know just about is is stretching and moving in new directions um i'm feeling it too and i'm seeing it too and i i the, the reason i you know wanted to connect with you is that i i would i would bet money that you're feeling the same kind of a stretch there's something new coming and and you're being made ready for it
2: Absolutely. Uh, it's like I'm sitting in anticipation. But I think I've been sitting in anticipation for this for about the last sort of six years. I've, I've felt it coming a lot, long, a lot longer than where it was been over this last couple of... I mean, I felt it, don't get me wrong, I felt it very strongly over the last year. Um, but especially over the last six years, I started to feel that pull coming in. And it was a weird thing that Michael was saying, actually, because Michael Michael said to me back at the time of of the 2012 theory within the the, the change of what was going on planetary and everything, he actually did say to me that 2012 wasn't the actual change. And he said to me that 2016 would, would be a big change. And I believe that a lot of political things were happening around 2016 where we started to see a lot of changes beyond that point of 2012, where things are now starting to get to where they are now in 2020, four years after that. So I think that within it, you know, we started to see this progression coming forward, probably about sort of six years ago, where we started to see this energy, or four years ago, where we started to see this energy of reform, within the energy of where we're starting to see people standing up, where we've got people in power that are looking at these energies of, you know, you only got to look at where things are, in America with Trump. I mean, Trump's more the energy of a man that wanted to bring the energy back to, uh, you know, not being ruled by, you know, that political side of things. He was more the businessman. And we've got that energy here in England as well, in certain sense. And I think that what we're seeing is, is this energy of, I think it's like I'm, I'm, I'm sensing certain respect, and I think especially over this last couple of months with with the stuff that was going on with the COVID uh, nineteen situation, I think people have realised in this in this period of time that they're not worrying as much as they were. I, you know, I know we're seeing financial climate worry, but I'm not really seeing the panic that I thought we was going to be seeing in people. You know, people have have submitted to that energy and gone, do you know what, I believe that, that, you know, the universe will intervene with this. And that's the sort of feeling that they're getting. They're not actually saying that directly, but they are not panicking with it, where I thought that they would panic even more so. So I think somewhere within it, we are realising that it's not all going to be that bad. And that's the thing, it's not going to be bad. Okay, we will lose lose our loved ones along the way. Yes, that is, you know, it's part of life and many diseases happen across the world and we lose hundreds of thousands of people every year just to the normal flu epidemic. The thing Uh is with it, I think we're realising that, yes, okay, this was a serious situation that evolved. And there's probably more hidden aspects to the energy of what was behind all that. Not that oh, I'm going to go too much into that. But the thing is, with it, I think people are realising that the world is coming together, it, and it's coming together slowly but very quickly. And I think that what you'll start to see is, is this this sense of, you know, freedom of speech. A lot more people over over um, powering the energy of what is restricted in this world of free speech and where we can go forward on it and you've only got to look over the last sort of decade of how much spirituality is out there just on the internet i mean i can go on facebook and see so many people connecting with spirit giving readings giving you know um, uh messages from spirit you know and it's, it's amazing And, you know, but I never saw that. You know, you never saw that. And even at the early stages of of that internet connection and social media, you didn't see these people. You didn't see as many people doing this, but you're seeing lots of people in the last couple of years opening up to their ability, open up to the energy of the universe and connecting with spirit. And it's great to see. It's great to see that we are... Starting to get back into that energy of what we could look at as the Atlantean times, where we're in touch with each other's energy.
1: Oh yeah, but you you know, twice a year, the veil between this and other and the other side thins. Do you think it? it, Now, now I don't. I do not believe in coincidences, but Um. this is the time frame where the where the veil is very very thin. And, of course, a lot of people are are crossing over. The other time frame is, you know, between, um, I don't know, middle of November to the middle of January. That time frame is, another, is the other time where the veil thins yep. and people pass over in greater numbers than is normal. So do you think it was... Um, <laughs> An accident, a coincidence that the that the virus hit at this particular time when the veil was thin and it was easier for people to pass over.
2: I, I think I think so. I think that that within that veil of when we see that that weakening within the veil and that that connection coming in on that level, yeah, I believe that everything is happening on that on a coincidental reason. We look at it as coincidental, it's not coincidental, but it is, it is something where we are learning from the energy of spirit and the higher being energy about why this is happening and that's what was happening because they were in touch and the higher being would know what was going to happen. They're more in, yeah. in, in touch and involved with where we are within it. And I think that they would have, would have lessened that veil down and made that connection a lot clearer to us. So we can... Look, you don't have, you've got to be spiritually connected as a psychic or a medium to, to be in touch with that, that energy of the higher being or that connection of the universe or what we class as God, whatever leads us. I think that whatever's happening there, yes, absolutely, we're starting... It was all happening for that reason so we could be guided forward in a way that we could cope with it mentally and cope with it physically. I mean, I, 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 I'm I not kidding you. I had the COVID. I got it in in, uh, in March. Um, I'm lucky to still be here. I've been hospitalised. Um, and my guide followed me through that. He's, he, he, he's done a lot of breathing exercise with, exercises with me. And he got me through that process um, and literally cured me in the space of 24 hours. Um, and then without that energy, even though I've already been connected with Michael for so long, um, I think that it doesn't matter if I was connected or not. I think if I was somebody that hadn't been working spiritually for a long time, I, I felt that people were not overly panicking with it. I think that, yes, there was a fear there. But people were being responsible within that. And it's more responsible than I've ever seen the world be. I never thought this world would be as responsible as what it was, to be honest with you. I think that there was a realisation from an outer sense of energy that was giving some structure to where people were being responsible. And that wasn't, I believe, to the naivety of the planet. I believe that that was another force that was allowing us to realise what we need. Doesn't matter about what the governments were saying. We knew what we needed to do, and that saved a hell of a lot more lives than what was already happening. So, do I believe that the spirit and the veil weakening to give us that message? Totally, totally. Because we have done so well in this world to confine something that could have probably wiped out half of it. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, when when you think of you know what happened in nineteen eighteen and yep. how many people passed then my my grandmother had that that flu bug and um in sixty eight I had the Hong Kong flu. Yep. Um yeah. so you know happily I, I did not I think that. the
2: Yeah, I think the Spanish flu wiped out five hundred million people.
3: hmm
2: That was a lot of deaths but then we we weren't we weren't so connected and like I said, timing now within technology and um, technology coming forward and that's all advanced by energy of outer, outer energy, being energy that's all to do with how technically advanced we are within how clever the younger generation are how everything evolves within that technological side this is all, this is all happening in a time that was meant to be, for one that it, but they knew that it wasn't going to kill us all off completely because we were a to have that knowledge and how we could deal with it. And two, the time frame that we could communicate about it and have knowledge around the world to be alerting each other within that energy as well. So, you know, it, it was in a time frame, that yes, that veil was very, very thin. So we knew what we was feeling as we was going through the process to be connected with the energy of spirit and two, that it was in the right time frame to do it as well. So it was very clever. The universe was working very well and in conjunction with what was going on at this time.
1: Well, let's let's look to the future because um, both you and I do future predictions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I, Lord yeah. knows I have a bunch on the website. <clears throat> kind of would like to compare notes with you because... Um, mm-hmm. As best as you can, as, as much as you are comfortable with what Michael has shared with you, what do you see coming in the future? Because certainly the world is changing. We will never be back to what we thought was normal ever again. So yes. what do you see coming for us as humanity?
2: Uh, okay. Well, as, we, as I touched on earlier on, Um, And this is something I've been speaking to with my guide, Michael, who is a higher being. Um, It was all about bringing balance back. Now, balance was all about what was happening to, I said earlier on about the sun, the activity of the sun. I've been following the sun very much because my hobby is also amateur radio or ham radio. So I work on very much on that energy of the sun and looking at the sun for propagation for com- communication around the world. And what uh-huh. we've noticed and what what we what we've been seeing, and this is what. Michael was relating to me and what he was talking about, about this, this energy of something that was going to intervene within the universe that was going to stop what was going on within that process. And then I've had more deeper conversations with him over the last six months about it, especially over the last sort of two months what was going on with, with this situation of COVID and that. But, that the sun was going to start to take in this energy of... Because we're at a solar minimum minimum now. We're at an age of a dawning within the sun now where it's looking like it's going to go into this cooling period and that would take us into like an ice age or a mini ice age. Now, that's been something that's been predicted um, for many years now by scientists mm-hmm. as well. So I've just literally pulled two cards in front of me. Now, this is really, really strange because the cards I pulled in front of me is the temperance card. Now, anybody who knows the tarot there. Temperance card means balance because it's sign of the water bearer of, of the aquarium energy. But it's about patience as well. So it's saying to us within the energy, one, yet to be patient, balance is coming within that field. And two is the Seven of Swords. And the Seven of Swords is about the past coming back into our zone. So what does it mean? It means that for us, we're going to go backwards to go forwards again. What we've done is we've allowed ourselves to to go too far advanced and too fluidly advanced within technology and we've overpowered the energy of our own capabilities in certain scenes. And Michael talked about this when, when I was younger about how we interfere with life and how life is and we talked about cloning and things like that and how... We, we, we weren't allowed to do that and we had no right to interfere with prolonging life and bits and pieces. So there is this concept of what Michael's predicted and where things are going is that there is going to be a, a bit of a shake-up within the energy of the universe, unfortunately. But we will be in an energy where we will be reformed within that feeling of, um, being, being connected with each other's energy being connected with the universe and we'll go backwards to go forwards again so in certain sense we'll be as in touch with the universe as like the Mayans the Incas and, and the energy of the Egyptians and all them, them times going right the way back to the Aztecs and all that we'll have that energy of connection again and understanding of within each other But what we'll do is we'll probably learn more about a different uh, way forward um, of destruction or, 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 sorry, non-destruction and and not going down that path. But we'll have that naturally built into us. Now, that doesn't mean to say the world's going to die out. I don't believe that the world will die out. I believe the world will do enough to ruin the energy of where we're going within that sense. We're in an area of, of, of our decades of life where we can survive the energy of things of an ice age now. We can, we can deal uh-huh. with it. Where we couldn't have dealt with that, uh, the last ice age thousands of years ago. So what we're, what we're, where we are now is advanced enough to go, yeah, okay, we can survive that energy, or a lot of us can survive. doesn't mean to say all of us will survive that. I'd be like, all of us won't survive COVID-19, unfortunately. Yeah. But... We will evolve within that energy to work more spiritually with an understanding and a concept of evolvement where we can go forward and go, well, that didn't work for us and something intervened within that process. Do you understand what I mean? So what we've got to do is we've got to work on each other's energy to rebuild something and reform it and put it in a different light. So this we're not talking about in the, in the next coming couple of years. We're talking about, you know, Probably 60 to 100 years away. You know, I still yeah. believe that life is, is going to conform to the energy of where things will be pretty much dominated and controlled by what you could class as a 1% government. Now, 1% government is something that David Icke talked about uh, for a long time, a bit like the Hunger Game theory, where uh-huh. domination of control and you know, microchipping us and this is what they're talking about now to track and trace us for where COVID is and bits and pieces. This is something that um, this theory has been talking about for a long time and, and and David Icke talks about this and I'm a big believer in what he's giving out because it's what I was getting before. Now, if people don't know who David Icke is and I'm sure a lot of people do out there. He would have talked about the, the reptilian energy, the Palladian, the, the Arcadian and, and, and the... Uh, and the um, my brain's just gone dead. But all the other Aryan. energies of all, all the alien that Yeah, the Aryan and also the uh, the Syrian energy. So he, he talked about all these particular different aliens. He talked about the Illuminati and all this sort of thing. So what he was trying to say is, is that this was something he had been seeing coming coming for a long time. He wrote books about this you know, 15, 20 years yeah. ago, that there was this 1% government that was going to come in like the Rothschilds and... You know, the, 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 the big, the, the, the millionaires, the multimillionaires that would come together, that would try to dominate and control the energy, overpowering the energy of the governments as well as we know it. You know, like our politicians and our, you know, our, our, our presidents and whatever, that wouldn't have the understanding about what was going on. They're overpowering them now. But there's that energy, it's all to do with greed and that energy. So there is a lot of that going on in the future and there is this concept, unfortunately, of control. You know, if you look at things like, do you remember the film Minority Report? I think it was the one where they had the the pro-cogs or I forget their names now, but they were like psychics and they could pre-emphasise crime. I think it was Tom Cruise in it. There's a lot of this energy that's, that's conflicted within that energy of using and disusing the energy or misusing the energy of some of this uh, psychic ability that's coming forward. So I believe that people are being advanced within their psychic abilities, but that could also be used in, in, a, in a negative way as well, or in that energy, which we know that's been, that's been done in certain sense. That, was, that has been done in the, in the Second World War with the Germans. So oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of it that I think there's a lot of it where technology is gonna come into the concept of our vision. We're gonna be able to they're gonna be able to see things within our prediction, within what's plugged into us, so to be able to see our future and use that energy of information as like a pre cog energy to see this energy of what's going on, to you know, stop crying before it happens or you know all these sort of things. So I think that a lot of what you saw in Hollywood will actually come to fruition within a certain sense. I think that this is stuff that's been evolving within the energy. And why do you think things come out of Hollywood? Because something had somebody had a vision of this somewhere. And that's why the big creative energies of Spielberg and people like that, they saw these things and made these films what they were. So I think that within it, we are seeing a, a destruction later on, probably not in our lifetime, maybe in our, great, in our grandchildren's lifetime or great-grandchildren's lifetime. But I am seeing that, you know, I, unfortunately, I think our children or our grandchildren may have a very sort of hard time going forward. I really do get that. But I think that somewhere within the next sort of 50 years or so, we could see this energy of, or or, or hundreds years, we could see this current event that's going to come in that will desert make the energy of, of, uh, and if that does happen, it will wipe out all our satellites, it will wipe out all our power grids across the world. Um, It will literally put us back to the Dark Ages. So I can see that this is going to be happening. This is something that Michael was saying to me. It will intervene and it will bring us forward on a, on a on a way that we have learned something from it. From it, it didn't work that way. Didn't work. Technology didn't work that way. It wasn't a good thing, and we will use it in a different way. And I think that that's what's going to happen with it. And I think that within that as well, I truly believe that we'll have a, Within the next four years, we will have proof of alien contact as well.
1: That's that's you know, I, I can I, I agree with you on that. I I do feel that um especially uh at least at least what I've been feeling is that, that this pandemic was first of all I think it was on purpose but I think it was on purpose to cull the population and yep. not only to cull the population but to inflict sterility on a lot of people as well so that our birth rate you know for, forget forget the next year because i'm pretty sure the population is going to to have a sprout because nobody could do anything so um yeah. but i think after that we're going to find that the the birth rate um plummets and to me as far as as Governments and organizations and everything—it feels like there is such a battle going on on a dimensional level that, that you know we don't see, but that that there is this this battle between the the one percenters and and then whoever yeah. the others are, which you know I'd like to think it was us, but that I do feel that our our forms of government are going to change probably within the next ten years but along yeah. with all of that it felt as though and and one of the things that, that that came up in the in the last prediction that I did was that there is going to be an increase in the ring oh, of fire which is going to mm-hmm. generate enough energy to shift the course of the earth so that It does feel as though there is a shift in the Earth that that we will see and we will experience. If you you look at our seasons, Mm. they're changing. And I Uh, do feel that, you know, it's not going to be a shift that we, you know, we all get a jolt. It's something that is happening. But the Native Americans are saying that the sky is wobbling. So it does feel as though the course of the Earth is changing. Now, if the course of the Earth changes, our seasons are absolutely going to change. And because Mm -hmm. of that, I I feel there may well be food shortages of sorts because the farmers are going to be confused for a time as to what their planting and harvesting seasons are. So I think the next couple of years are going to be um, unusual struggles for everyone. But it it also feels also as... Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, uh, I mean, with, with a lot of people, a lot of people have been questioning the 5G thing and what's going on with 5G at the moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And 5G, um, what people don't understand with 5G is the difference between 5G and, 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 and 4G is that it runs on a, on, a, on a different frequency level. It runs on a higher frequency level. Now, that frequency level runs at 60 hertz. Now, within that process, with it being such a short wave but running on a higher frequency level, it means that we would have to have these cell towers or, or repeaters, uh, as we call them over here, on every corner of a street. So they wouldn't be oh. like six miles apart or whatever. They would be very close. And the RF pattern that, that comes off of that would lower our immunities. And basically, the the shamans have been working with, you know, bowls and singing bowls and and the Tibetans have been using singing bowls for healing for years. Certain frequencies and our bodies work on certain frequencies. For healing, we we work on frequencies with singing bowls. You know, you hear the bowl, it vibrates an energy out and it kills us. What they, what they realize is, is that when, we run, when we're having an RF signal by breaking out at 60 hertz, it lowers our immune system. So this is why people have been up in arms about you know 5G and what's going on with it. So what they're trying to do is, and unfortunately, and I truly believe that this is the truth, that they are, we know that COVID has affected the over 65 and also people with medical medical conditions. Why do they think? Why did they put out a, a, a virus that was killing older people and people with breathing or health conditions? I'll tell you for what it was it's because the wealth they didn't want to pay out for the welfare or the people that weren't contributing back to the energy of society. So if you're over the age of 60, 65, you're surplus to us now. We don't need you, if that, sir, if that makes sense. Or if you're not contributing to society and you're claiming a benefit through welfare, okay, then you're not contributing to, to the energy of, of society. So you're non-surplus to require and this is exactly what they were doing with it, and this is exactly what they're trying to do with with 5G, is they're trying to control and eliminate what is not useful. If you're not contributing to the energy of life or or putting money back into a bank account, then you are not worthy of the energy of the earth, and that's what they're they're doing. So it is a very, very horrible place to be in at the moment with certain energies, but this is why... The world is the world is changing, and the world is going to, and the universe is going to be because it can't go on. And you're right, something is going to happen, Barbara, and it's going to put that energy into place and knock out that energy of of negative of greed because it's one of the seven deadly sins. Greed uh-huh. because a lot of it's all about money, and money is an energy. It's not a great energy. I've never liked money. I don't think it's something that any of us should have because I don't like money. I don't like this separation of um, uh, labelling uh, or branding. I don't think I think everyone should be as an equal. I think everybody, you know, I think that causes a lot of frustration, activity. You know, you, you can hear a child come in and go to their mother. I want what my friend's got. But that that family may have more money than that one, you know. I think that we've become a very naive, greedy world. And I think that within that energy, it's caused a lot of conflict within that. And I believe that oh. that will be stripped from us.
1: Yeah, I think there is a lot of avarice out there. And, I, mm. you know, being comfortable is okay. But the more money you have, as, as there is a level, and I don't know where it is, But there is a level where it it becomes you become so um, possessive of money you don't want people to take it and and your character changes because you're worried that people are gonna try to get what you've got. And so having nothing makes you in a better place. And you know, I've 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 been in positions in my growing up where there was a lot of money and then there was no money and then right in the middle is a really good place to be. Yes. Yeah. But I'm I'm yeah. having trouble figuring out where the middle is these days. And I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I, and, think, and I think it, you're
2: right. I think everybody else.
1: So but it it really is interesting though to watch people shaking off what's happened and and what what I am mm. so impressed with and, and I said it before The entire world was put on a time out. Now, hopefully, it it made enough of a difference and a change in some people. Um, It it made a change in everybody. What's really Mm -hmm. cool is that if people pay attention, they're going to see what some people say and what they do are two different things. It, it gave everybody an opportunity to be much more observant as to who are those people who are really living what they're speaking and those who are you know, and, and everybody's living what they're speaking and, and and fortunately or unfortunately, some people are are showing their true colors, and in doing so mm-hmm. it's going to cause another shift and I think that we're going to see a destabilizing of the status quo and a new status yeah. quo is going to be established, and I do think we're going to we'll see that in our lifetime. Um, the massive yeah, changes absolutely. you're talking about. Nope. Well, mm-hmm. We may have to come back another life to check those out. But but the the
3: the,
1: yeah. the, the governmental the, the 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 structures of government or corporate entities is going to be shifted and changed i think within the next five to ten years
2: yeah yeah Uh, i i i totally agree with you it's it's, it it would it it will be like that because it have to be like that and the universe will make it that way people are shifting within their 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 vibration within what they feel within their their life and i think that it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It is a balance. And, you know, a balance doesn't happen in five minutes. It, it, you know, it may, it may take time to us, to spirit. There's no time in, in the energy of the universe. So for them, it's a very quick time. Um, and, you know, I think that even if we looked at this within a change within the next six to ten years, you know, to the universe and the energy of what what they wanted to happen, that's, like I said, there is no time in that energy. So it is a very quick space of time for them. But I think that within it, this world, like I go right back to the beginning, this world is important. And the trouble is we are destroying the intelligence and the importance of this world. You know, as much as a lot of people will go or them or, or people say, well... The elderly aren't important. The elderly are important. The people that are suffering with certain things of respiratory problems, we learn off of them, people. They are as important to us in society as somebody that is starting out in life and maybe contributing to the energy of of something within putting money across um, the financial um, energy of the world. But I think that, you know... I think there's an energy of, of, of shift coming in and balance because it has to be. But I think we'll see it a, a, a dip before it gets better. But through that uh-huh. dipping getting better, we will evolve and we are evolving. We're learning to love thy neighbour and that's important. We're learning that we won't walk past somebody on a street. We will ask them how they are if they are homeless or whatever, we, we're looking out more as a nation because we know that then people that we didn't realize were that important are important. They are here well, to yeah. serve a purpose as much as the who they thought was the important people. Well, every the, the, single person out there is important to us, but we're now realizing that
3: because the elderly, every single
2: person from day to day, we learn oh, yeah, one but, little thing off them. May it be one little tiny aspect of a learning process, we are learning from it. And then people that haven't got a lot in life are normally the ones that are spiritually minded, the ones that have gone through the hardships, the ones that we learn more from. And I think that that's been not recognized and now people are starting to recognize it. You know, I've, I've done a lot with my work over the years and I could have took, took a lot of advantage within the energy of my work and sat here as a millionaire and sat somewhere in a combo somewhere in California right now. <laughs> but that wasn't my path. That wasn't what I was duty bound for. Money didn't phase me. Money, I always said that I'd be true to the energy of where I was with my work, but I wouldn't sit there reaping the energy of my rewards that I could with my gift that I would use it as and when it was to be, even though it took me into a full-term energy of employment. This became my full-time career. But I Uh didn't take advantage of it because I was true to the energy of spirit. I was true to the energy of the universe. And I knew that I I was there as a responsible energy And I believe that people are becoming responsible. People are being in touch with that energy on the same energy of where I was. And I think that you're going to see a massive shift of energy, like you said, that's going to change people. We're starting to see that changing now. We're starting to see that turn in people. They're evolving, they're understanding that money isn't everything. You know, life is more important. Understanding and love is important as well.
1: Well, yeah, and the elderly are our memories. And Hello. Um, hi, I'm here. You know, the the elderly are 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 the memories of the past. They're the living memories. And you know, when they're gone, um, we we yeah. if we we haven't listened, then we're doomed to repeat old lessons, which are you know very mm-hmm. sad. And it it really mm-hmm. is important that we get to a point where. Um, I have found that the universe always takes care of me. And those times that I try to manipulate yep. things, I usually make a big mess. And, you know, learning mm-hmm. to trust that the universe is going to take care of you so long as you're responsible and you're living in love and you're, and you're sharing your energies. Um, are you going to be rich? Probably not, because if you're rich, then you become, no. you know... Um, Sort of atrophied as far as you know, actually having yeah. to get out there and being creative. And so long as you're being mm-hmm. creative and you're sharing and you're and you're you're loving and you're you're being spiritual, and that doesn't mean that you have to wear a white sheet and go to the mountaintop. It means that no, <laughs> in in whatever field you are in, you apply that love and compassion to um, everything mm-hmm. that you do. The universe takes care of you. The universe gives you, it does. You know, um, <clears throat> moments when when you do have more than than you expect. But I think that, that what we're seeing here is a whole shift of a way of life, and I I, I really feel that a majority of the people get it. But now that you yeah. know things are loosening up as far as you know quarantines and all of that. I am hopeful that we don't need to be reminded of it again with another... I don't think the world will ever shut down again like this. I don't think that will ever happen no. again.
2: No, my, Michael said to me... When I first, when this first came around and I said to Michael, Michael, what's going to happen with this? He said, yes, there would be a second wave, but the second wave wouldn't be as disastrous as the first one. So with, what, what did he mean by that? I think what he was trying to say was that, yes, there would be... Uh, a a counter effect of a second wave that we would slightly see a rise within the energy of coming back to normal society. But you was going to get that anyway. So he said, I won't worry about it. So Um, I, I think that you will see a continuation within that for a little while. Will it be in an energy where we have to be in complete lockdown? No, I don't believe that for one minute. That's not the way Michael gave it to me. He said, yes, there'll be a second wave. But yes, it wouldn't be on an energy where it would be controllable where they wouldn't have to lock us down where it would be, you know, in an area where they can control it through hospitals and the amount of people coming into hospital. So I I think that not only that, you know, we are very advanced within the energy of where, um, uh, you know, vaccines are coming into place. We've got so many energies working on this now. I think the vaccine will come by about September earlier than predicted. So I believe that a vaccine will come forward um, and something will come forward more on the energy of that. And I believe that within that notion we'll have more control over it. So no, is it, is it something that's going to evolve into something worse? Because all viruses evolve into something either less worse or worse. No, I don't believe that. I believe that if anything, this will, this will fade out um, in time and we'll be back to normality as a whole, really, by 2021. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still in a sense of worrying that we're still going to lose thousands of people, and we are still going to lose thousands of people. We know that at the moment it's just hit South America. South America, and unfortunately uh, the ethnic majority, and it affects more people in that ethnic group, but we'll, we'll get that. So you might see some, some sides of it where it will hit certain countries, where it might affect more than where others will. I think that but within it, there is that sense of control and understanding that we won't bring it back down to where it's already been. So I think that, that really, in theory, we haven't got... We've got to worry, but we haven't got to worry where we've been, really. The worry is that we've got over the worst of it, so that's good.
1: Yeah, I I have my fingers crossed on that one. But short of, you know, predicting a new ice age in about 100 years, what do you see coming, Mm. you know, um, as far as the weather goes for the next year?
2: Well, weather, we're we're still going to have these these floodings come forward again. I think we've, we've experienced a lot of floodings here in England over the last sort of few months, especially in the early part of this year. But I believe you're going to start, you'll see freak weather field factors coming up. Michael talks about the energy of um, massive earthquake coming up again. So you've probably got an earthquake coming up again in, this, in the West. I actually feel that that would be more towards the, your, around your sort of out-of-zone feel. So it's more around your Thanksgiving time. So you may have something of something shifting within the plates across the western side of America. I believe that you're just looking at that, you're looking at floods going on on the other side of the world. You know, like um, Australia had um, the fires all across there,
3: yeah.
2: uh end of last year and, and, over, and early into this year. I think you actually see a complete opposite. You'll see a lot of flooding going on on that side of the world as well. So I think there's a lot of shift patterns going on that we're seeing within the energy of what's, you know, and we know that a lot of our Earth weather pattern shift is happening from what's going on within the situations of our sun and what can cause that energy. So I think there's a lot of energy shifts going on within the, the energy of the, the, the sun that causes what's going on within the climate of the earth. And I think that we're seeing a lot of these shifts because of these large coronal hole masses that are going on that are still conforming around. We are in solar minimum, minimum. I mean, we're in, we're in an area where we're not getting any flux activity or magnetic energy across the uh, 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 what we've had over the last sort of 30 years. It's dropped right out. So, one, it, it, it does cause a lot of effect on magnetic plate shift. So, we're obviously looking at earthquakes and things from what Michael's giving here. We are looking at volcanic energy because, obviously, earth plate shifting will cause a rise within lava coming up from the Earth's core. So, I think that we're seeing a lot going on there. I mean, I know they predicted a lot to do with Yellowstone Park. I think that's going to lay dormant for a, for quite a while longer. I don't think that's going to come forward as as much as where it was predicted in such. But I think it, it's due to give off that eruption within Je- uh, Yellowstone Park, um, and that could, could cause major effects. But that's not within the next year or so. We're talking years and years down the line. But over the next year, yeah, we're going to see some quite harsh weather, unfortunately. I think a lot of, you know, especially a lot of rainfall uh, coming in still, um, a lot of flooding. Um, I don't get so much on... I get earthquakes, but I don't get so much on tsunami going into next year. So there's no real worries of that coming in. Uh, But overall, it's not too bad, if that makes sense. I think that within it, somewhere... Um, it's no different from your normal natural disasters or small natural disasters within floodings and things. But there's a, there is a few earthquake activities going on out there.
1: Yeah, I there's a zone in, in um, the United States called the New Madrid Fault Line. That went off in 1813, mm. 14, I think, and it was a magnitude 9. Yeah. And there's been mm. a lot of activity in that area, and I... Every year I predict it's going to erupt, so I'm going to predict it's going to erupt so that it won't. Because um, I, I, I promise mm-hmm. you, the year that I don't say it's going to erupt, it probably will.
3: Probably but, will, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just sort of like dang, you know. For 10 years I've been saying, I think the new Madrid line's going off again, and there has been some. Mm-hmm. Um, some definitely uh, some activity there and in some ways the Mississippi for a while was draining into the fault so I, I think I, something's going on there I don't know what it is but I do believe it's going to happen but I, I do think yeah, that, yeah. that we're, we're going to be seeing all sorts of activity around the world that is going to be newsworthy and and you know I, it it feels to me as though The environment is going to be more of a news story than political stuff. I mean, uh, I I think the politics of every country, uh, Great Britain and the United States and Russia and China Mm -hmm. and uh, all of them are going through what I would say is is a destabilization, and Mm -hmm. they are being forced. To reorganize in a manner uh, and to clean house, all of them. Um, yeah. I, I, mm. I think there are certain countries that are really okay, and that are going to kind of lay, yeah. lay low because because you know they're they're serving their people and they're serving their people well. Um, but mm. there are mm. cont- the countries that I just mentioned that that have become. Um, more controlling of the populace than is appropriate or the more controlling than their original constitutions or whatever foundation they had that, that existed. And so there, there will be, I think, unsettlement within them, especially with, with the North and South Korea and China and, and maybe Russia, Hmm. but, but Russia is going through growing pains like I've never seen before. So, It's going to be interesting. Great Britain, um, again, growing pains, trying to get into a better socioeconomic place for the people that that are there. And everybody's trying to, to do the best for, you know, with what power they have. But it seems to me that the power is so fragmented that nobody can do anything. So it's going to be a confusing time, I think, for those countries, at least for the next year or so.
2: I think so, and I think that what will probably you'll find is, is that a lot of these countries like ourselves here in the UK have tried to go independent from away from Europe because we come out of the EU now. I think uh-huh. what you'll probably find is is that we we will try to conform to the energy of going back to that sort of um, you know uh, Great Britain feel that that energy of of uh, we are Great Britain and we're going to stand by that energy I think that I don't think that will work out for us somewhere I just I've got a feeling that somewhere we realize that somewhere that's not working for us that we do need to be combined as one whole unit worldwide uh, being part of Europe I think that that's something that you know, there's been debating for a long time with our Brexit theory and how long it took us to get to that decision. And I think that somewhere within it, it was all. I think it was wasted time in certain respects. I think somewhere within it. And I, you know, I'm I'm all for you know uh, being independent. I, I I'm quite happy to do that. And I'm you know I'm quite happy to stand on that line. But I think that within it, certain sense, I think that you'll find that a lot of that. Energy of unity of trying to be independent—it's not going to work out. Somewhere, I think that they will realise in time that you know. And it's a bit like America as well. I think America tried to make that independence happen as well, but I don't think somewhere it works, and I think they'll realise that it doesn't work. And I think again, these situations make us realise that we can't be independent because of well, you know. what we need worldwide
1: there's that theory about the one world government and you see you see um, you see it sort of coming I'm not sure it's a good idea yeah. but you do see it happening because America was talking to Canada and Mexico about you know uh, kind of mm-hmm. forming a tri- a triad you have um, yeah. Russia trying to regather its it states, so to speak i mean there there, yeah, there yeah. is that as- it, there's that aspect of um, different groupings trying to get together China trying to reunite itself and you know once that mm. happens, then it's not a matter anymore of conquering as much as combining you know um, yes. for 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 you know strength, I guess. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it seems to me that that it's, it's something that may well happen, even though it does, if it's one world government, and it, it will go to government for one world religion, and so then you have the essence of, oh my gosh, then this becomes almost a dictatorship, or it becomes a kingdom, and that doesn't feel right, so... I don't know. Maybe yeah. we have to try it to find out it doesn't work, and then have it for a couple hundred years before we all revolt and go separate our, our separate ways again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I think I think our, our I think our youthful energy of, of our youngsters will will combine in the future and realise that. Some of us older generation of government were fools. I think that what we'll realise is is that it doesn't work that way anymore. We've got to come together and be together as one unit. Um, but I am fearful about this this one percent energy or this this dominating feel that's going to try and, and 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 go the way it's going to go somewhere along the lines to just disrupt a situation to overpower. And I think that that really within it, I think that it will destruct itself and go back the other way. We are going to learn, we are going to learn, but I think that that naivety of where we've been over the last, sort of, you know, 20, 30 years we've been trying to control well, all am you know, you know, I'm, I'm
3: countries.
1: I'm all, for, I'm all for countries getting together. Hmm. Where I get yeah. really frightened and upset is when corporate entities like... Like big pharma, like uh, mm-hmm. like 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 the Catholic Church. I mean, I, I yes, I'm all yes. for I'm all for countries, but I don't want entities. And and in many ways, mm-hmm. these corporate entities are like aliens. They're, they want mm-hmm. to be treated mm-hmm. as an independent individual country, and they're not. And yes. they are worming well, their way please. into our governments.
2: Well, I suppose this is what, you know, the theory was within. If we talked about the energies of the alien energies and and, and what David Icke talked about and what I talked about and before I even knew David Icke's work, was this uh-huh. energy of the, the, the reptilian energy coming in and taking over and forming this luminati field, this energy of control in the energy. And we know that if we look at where people's conformity is, I've always picked up a lot of this Syrian energy that's coming over the last sort of 20 years. The Syrian energy was talked about with Michael and the higher being and all Egypt and things before 2012 anyway, way before 2012, about this Syrian energy. Now, we all understand the Syrian energy was the blue cat-like alien, and this is where they, got, they formed the energy of the film Avatar. And Avatar was all uh-huh. about saving the forestries and the planet. That we oh, yeah. are we are in touch with the Syrian energy the Syrian energy is an energy to come in and take over powership within a, a non-physical field to use that to use a communication within us humans to realize within that energy that we need to save this planet, or we need to conform with that energy. Now that's a slow process because they're slowly waking people up, aren't they? As we've been talking about this, we're slowly evolving and understanding. But it is happening, it's working, and, and I get what was being said all then years ago when Michael was saying the Syrian energy is coming back in to you know slowly put that message out, and in time that will be like a disease and spread very quickly. In a, in, in, in a short space of time, within 30, 40 years. And within that notion that we, you know, that syrian energy would dominate that peace and harmony to save the planet, where the Palladian energy, the reptilian energy, come in to use it as a greed and a power um, to dominate that field. So, yeah, so it's, it's definitely, you know, something that is universal going on within the energy of, other energies of being, um, you know, uh, alien being, uh, universal being, or whatever it is, there's a, there's a bigger fight going on out there in the galaxy than just beyond this planet, I think.
1: Ah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing because it, w- it makes what we are going through here seem like trivial stuff. Mm, um mm. because what's going on out there is is of a planetary nature what's going on here is just a people thing and if we could yeah. just get yeah. together we'd be in much better shape now you mentioned you felt that um that there would be first contact or i i i believe there's already been first contact long long time ago oh okay. but mm. but um you fe- you said you felt that there would be the acknowledgement of first contact, with which, I mean, there are so many different species, races, whatever you want to call them. Who do you feel that they are going to acknowledge we have had contact with first?
2: Well, this this is what I talked about, the sibian energy. The sibian energy would be the ones that would make the contact because these were the rights that were... Were, have been building us up to to un, make an acknowledgement within their energy, to then come forward. Now the Syrian energy were a very peaceful race of energy, a bit like the Arcadian energy. Um, okay. They they were a, a race of being that were um, they were like the Greys. They were very similar to the Greys, but they were very they were very small alien being, they were only very small they weren't very tall at all um, but they would what they would make themselves numb but also give us the concept as well now this isn't a big concept so don't think this would change the energy of what's going on with the world but they'd also give us the energy to time travel as well time travel to an extent where we where are able to do so but tra- travelling forward in time would be easier than traveling back in time so there's, there's going to be a concept within that energy of time travel and the way that we are able to travel in time within the energy without actually realizing what time travel is but within our own mind dimension so they're able to show us the way forward yeah but you know
1: you're talking something like stargates
2: yeah, in certain respects, yes. What they're doing is, is they're allowing us to be able to go forward without actually having to leave, leave the energy of our armchair. So this is no different to the energy of meditation but actually coming away from the dimensions of your surroundings and being wherever you want to be. So in okay. your future time set. So yes, go, not sort of going through a portal energy or understanding the concepts of how we are able to plug into an existence. They'll have... A type of machine that they can show you, or a concept of machine that you could use. But I think it's something that you that you're going to see where there's concept of um, being able to not only do that, but the energy of um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word now. Um, it's like you know the microorganism uh, repair to be able to repair organs and bits and pieces. It's not prolonging life, but what it's doing is it's fixing organs that are cancer-bare, if that makes sense. They can't stop the aging
1: process. Regeneration,
2: Regeneration, that's it. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Early early in the morning and my brain went dead. But, yeah, it's...
1: Oh, oh, I lose words all the time. Happily, they come back. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's, It's... you know, you kind of say, I lost my train of thought. Well, in my case, it's usually a local train. It does, it does stop <laughs> back in if you give it enough time.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I do apologize, guys. It's nearly four in the morning here, so my brain just goes a little bit. But, yeah, so it's all about regeneration within the energy of certain things like cell structure. But it doesn't uh-huh. mean to say that it can preserve life on, as a whole within aging process. You'll still die of an aging process, and that can
3: actually happen.
2: But it means that for us, we're able to uh, refold the energy of, um, like, livers and things and lungs could be quicker on a process on that level. But the heart will always stop and slow down. So you can't stop the energy of the inevitable, but it can slow down the energy of the inevitable if that makes sense. And they'll, they'll yeah, give but, us technology on that.
1: Yeah, the, the bodies were built to last 120 years. So... You know, usually, you know, something breaks down, you know, way before that 120. But, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I would imagine that that technology... I, I think what, what gets me is people don't realize that we have the potential for doing all this, seeing all this, and experiencing all this right now if we yeah. work on our wo- to reach for it.
2: Yeah, the word I was looking for was Nanotechnology. So basically, oh, yeah. they can put something in, like a a, 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 a a machine of what looks like a fluid that goes into it can actually repair the bottom and actually rebuild the bottom. So nano nanotechnology is something that's going to come forward from from alien contact as well, because they're highly advanced within that energy of what we already know. We have knowledge of nanotechnology, but they can advance it to even better and more structure to conform the energy of something that's not so. Um, 50-50, if that makes sense, it's, it's a definite. So they're, they're, they're getting that technology more uh, and evolved from the alien being. And I, I, I just truly believe that it will be, it will be around about 2016, 2017 that we will we will get that energy of alien, alien knowledge and, and, and acknowledgement that alien has been contacted and we are in that energy of. The
1: well, you know, it's that that uh, thought, that philosophy that knowingness is is already very much at play within the consciousness of most of humanity. So that, you know, where mm-hmm. they did that study a long time ago if people knew there were really UFOs, they'd panic. Well, they know there are UFOs. You they know there are aliens and yeah. it's just it's just kind of like Seeing and and having it proven to you is is a whole other thing, and I think it will, it, it will definitely shift and change humanity greatly, and hopefully humanity will have grown up enough so that, so that as that happens, as that occurs, we're mature enough to be able to say, okay, is this peaceful? If it's peaceful, you know, what can mm-hmm. we share with each other? And and um, and I I I believe that day is really coming. It's it's just that yeah. there's so much garbage out there that is warping people's acceptance of the fact that it it it's it's gonna have to be a relearned thing. I mean, we've we've been, you know, given such negative concepts of alien cultures and, and and yes, there's good and there's bad of everything. Absolutely, there's good and bad humans. There's got to be good and bad aliens. I mean, come on. But um, yeah. we, again, have been taught to fear something that, that maybe we should be taught to understand. And. Um,
2: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that within the concept of where people's, or Hollywood's put it within where aliens are... I think you, you know as well as me. If, if an advanced alien wanted to come in and destruct, or destroy, or take over this Earth, they would have already done it. <laughs> you know, it, it, the, the one thing I did learn from Spirit is is that aliens already walk amongst us like Spirit. But they some aliens vibrate on a certain frequency that is on the same level as Spirit, so they're able to walk amongst us already. So. You know, what we don't see is already there, if that makes sense.
1: Well, I think the thing that, that, that people have to understand is that that source of all creation created everything. So that that means exactly. it created the aliens as well. So that, so that if one mm. believes in reincarnation, and I do, we might have been aliens in another life.
2: We well, we certainly were because I know that I was, and I've fought in the galaxies of, of above um, as much as I've fought in this life, through with, with many lives, with the energy of, of, of trying to learn and evolve. So it. You know, so it's it,
1: it, the... it, it's really like greeting ourselves, though. I mean, you know, uh, mm, so yeah. so you know, Basically. at the very found, yeah, at the is. very foundation, we're all spirits, and spirits don't have form. So that so oh. that it's it's the spirit that we're honoring, not the form that it's in.
2: Mm. Absolutely, because all we're doing is is technically um, we're technically t- communicating and connecting with our future selves as well within that energy because you know oh. we are going into different multi dimensional energies when we leave this When we live this physical dimension, we're going to other dimensional energies, multi-universal energies. So Uh there's there's so many dimensions to it that, you know, we're just just learning pretty much from ourselves. That's what we're doing.
1: It's so cool, isn't
2: it, really? Well, it is. Because life is one continuation. It doesn't matter what form you're in, it be a physical or a non physical form. It doesn't matter if you're in an alien form or what is alien. I could be aliens walking around New York. I'm an Englishman in New York, so I'm an alien to that area. You know, aliens have been depicted as something. Yeah, exactly. So aliens have been depicted as something bad or this whatever, and all they are is a higher being. That's all they are, is like another angel. That's all they are from a different dimension.
1: Absolutely. I just I just noticed we're almost out of time. How can how can people connect with you or to you um, if they want to get a hold of you?
2: Okay, you can you can go visit my website at www.grantcollier.co.uk, or you can visit me by my uh, uh, Instagram page. That's Grant Collier. And uh, you can also visit me over on my uh, fan page on Facebook. It's Grant Collier Psychic William. And you will see me demonstrating my gift and me connecting with spirit from time to time on there. And uh, you can keep updated with what's going on around me. I'm a very busy boy at the moment with a lot of things going on. (laughs) Work-wise, I'm I'm doing other radio shows as well. And I'm also doing a lot of uh, work around the south-east of England. Uh, with demonstration work within my my workers and medium. So yeah, just just grab me through there. But if you have real problems trying to find me, just Google Grant Collier C O L Y E R um, site Universal Medium. Google that, and you'll come up with everything on there, and you'll find my website on there anyway.
1: Fantastic. I thank you so much for tonight. I I so appreciate you. Um, just going in another direction with me because I think it's so important we put Mm -hmm. other material out there as well
2: absolutely and it's you know it's my big passion it's my big passion Barbara to talk about this work because my work with spirit isn't always connecting with someone's loved one it goes way beyond that as you well know
1: absolutely Well, we'll make a habit of this on a pretty regular basis if that's okay with you, because I think there's going to be a need to get more information out there as time goes on.
2: I would be more than happy to do that, Barbara, and I want to thank you again for letting me in on your show, um, and I hope all your listeners have loved listening to this conversation tonight.
1: Well, I'm sure they have. I I certainly have had a wonderful time, (laughs) and I thank you so much. I really... um, Again, let you go back to bed and get some sleep, but thank you again, and I will be talking to you soon. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure, and I uh, hope you got as much out of it as I did. So have a good night, everybody, and a good tomorrow. Stay safe. Good night now.